0: That money
1: stacked tall, but only partially my focus So compassionate, struggle hard for me to cope with Do a lot
0: for others, not for dreads This is Faye Thompson of the Golden State Warriors And you log logged on to 10 seniors.com. I'm Draymond Green, forum for the Golden State Warriors And you log on to 10thYearSeniors.com before you, kids grew up scarfed that are rub that with oil. It liked to change the bit, but I can't grow apart. Those position, man, enough, but those in my business, there it is. One of the great girls of all time, time is to quit right. the we had got us. We was more blessed than others. We was the deepest family. Nobody had more curses. Welcome the to the Champions
1: Podcast Everybody Network. This is Long Range Two Pointers. The NBA. I am so. So extremely happy to have the NBA back, and it's not just because I'm a Dolphin fan, and it's not just because Tage is a Jets fan, but it is because I'm actually a
0: Giants fan. What I said, Jets. I mean, I mean, you could say Jets. I mean, what what, what is the they they got relegated? I feel like it's all the same. What would happen though? Like, should New
1: York, New Jersey, really just have one football team and stop this goddamn stupid split? They play in the same stadium anyway.
0: I mean, what are the Giants anyway?
1: What it you... Uh, one in six? One in seven now. Eh? One in seven? <laughs> Lamar <laughs> what, Jackson or bust? <laughs> why are we talking about football? Anyway. Football is over. We have so much good shit to talk about in the NBA, but as much as we love it, a lot of the first week or so of the NBA season has been somewhat confusing, I would say. I've been confused at a whole lot of storylines. Um... I've been confused at some rotations. I've been confused at some trade requests, some roster construction from the offseason. There's just a lot to get into. So, we want to start with, of course, the Naris and Daris storyline to us. That's the Buddy Heel storyline. Now, Buddy was expected to be a part of the young core moving forward for the Sacramento Kings. We knew that they're owner was ridiculously optimistic about his ceiling <laughs> in the off season, comparing him to steph curry and doing all sorts of crazy shit like that i mean even buddy himself walked that back and said all right dude tripping like i steph curry i mean i could shoot a little bit but like let's let's not do that let's not compare me to an historic historically great point guard no yeah. huh. but um so we, I think we expected a lot more this season. The Kings had what most people think was a very good draft. Some questionable free agent signings. None of that has worked so far this season. So they're off to, I think, a 1-8 and start, lost 7 in a row. But even worse than that, Buddy was shooting like trash and was relegated to the bench the last two games.
0: I think he's shooting like 25% from something like that. Yeah, it was, it was it was it was really bad.
1: it was really bad. I, I think it was like thirty six percent from the field, and like you're right about twenty five, twenty six percent from three. And, and
0: he's still third on the team in scoring.
1: So they ex- they exercise. I remember they exercised the option on him. I think it was last Tuesday. Him along with everybody else in that young core: Maca- uh, Malachi Richardson, Willie Coley, Stein, Labissier, Scala- and those guys. And that night against the Pacers, I think Buddy went 2 for 9, and that was the last time he started. The next time the Kings played, he came off the bench, had probably his best shooting game of the season. He scored 17, he shot the ball pretty efficiently. The next game after that, came off the bench again. Now, the Kings aren't playing any better, but he is shooting better. And he was very vocal about saying that he thought Coach Dave Yeager made the right choice in sending him to the bench. What do you think about his approach to this entire thing? I mean, he's being
0: a professional. Like, he knows the thing that's going to keep him in the game is his shooting ability. And if he shoots better coming off the bench, so be it. You got to get him where you fit in. I mean, I I think that's his whole mentality. Like, even when he was in college, he was the best player on the team. But he wasn't always the guy that was going to go get the shots. You know what I mean? He he drifted in and out. And I think that's coming... Back to hurt him now, like in the NBA. Like, he's the guy who drifts in and out of games, and he's not feeling it, and he hasn't been for the past month, and that's what it is.
1: Yeah, and so he said he hadn't experienced a a shooting slump like this since I think he said towards the end of his sophomore year, maybe it was the beginning of his junior year. Anyway, somewhere around that time period, he hadn't had a slump like that since then, but you know, he gave voice to the fact that that was different because at Oklahoma, all of the sets were run for him. Like, he would have the ball in his hand all of the time, especially as a
0: senior. I mean, as a senior, we watched every game they played, and they didn't even... Like, their offense tended to break down, and he just... Chucked a shot. And, yeah. it, and it went in. That's that's what it was. Like, we started to see a lot of
1: that as a junior when they were down here for a battle, yeah. for, a battle for Atlantis. And it got even worse his senior year because, like you said, he started making more of those shots. So, do you think it's just a matter of him having to still work his way through it and kind of tone down uh, his shot selection, tone down some of the, I, I guess, what, what do you want to call it? Like, freewheeling spirit that he was able to play with to able to get... To get himself in a rhythm No. Nah, I think no nah, I think he needs to freewheel some more actually that's actually what that's interesting because that's what Dave Yeager said he is like buddy's one of those guys you gotta let him take some bad shots
0: yeah and um i I've noticed him like in a couple good games he's had it usually started like that I think that was a that was a seventeen point game he had yeah he started off shooting bad and he did he started driving and finding his teammates or he got like a rebound or a steal on defense and that's how he got himself going that's how he got himself engaged in the game so i think that's what he has to be trying to do find other ways to impact the game and, and insert himself into this game mentally and then he'll make shots like that's how he's always been
1: it's funny that you would
0: say that because
1: th- those two games that he came off the bench not only were they their they were two of his better shooting games but he they were also his best rebounding games so he had he had eight boards a game when he scored 17 and the very next game he had 13 and seven boards so yeah. it seems as if he's to me that that says there's more of an effort to do everything, not just to shoot the ball better, but to contribute better across the board.
0: I mean like a lot of guys, like I mean some guys could just like like you bring Steph Curry off the bench, like he's just gonna go for thirty, like no matter what. You bring Kevin Durant off the bench, he's gonna get buckets. Buddy healed isn't he isn't the same talent level as those guys, which you go without saying, like nobody is. So he's one of those guys who has to get himself going. And that's how he gets himself going. He does these other things, and then he he's, he's feeling it. He's feeling in the game, and then he takes shots in and then he hits him. So here's an interesting thought, though. But um, so is his career arc
1: more Jamal Crawford, more Lou Williams than anything else? Um, maybe uh, like Houston Eric Gordon. Okay, yeah, I can see that. I I can see that. So somebody placed in the right situ where. You're a fringe bench guy, but placed in the right situation, you're pretty much a quote-unquote starter. You just don't start the game, but you're a, a, a key part of the rotation.
0: Yeah, I mean, and because he's not, like, really a prototype two-guard. No. Like, he's a little small, you know what I mean? He He's not the best defender, like, so, but he's a useful player because he can shoot the ball. Like, maybe, like, if he could become a better defender, he could be JJ Redick, but I doubt it. And that's that's the thing, though. Do we are there are there legitimate
1: explanations to why this is happening? Because I I really want to talk about Jaeger's rotations. Are there legitimate explanations for why, or do we pretty much just have to wait for him to shoot
0: himself out of this? Oh, uh, I can tell you why. Sacramento. This is
1: where I want you to fill in and tell me why.
0: Because Sacramento. And nothing good happens
1: in Sacramento. Yeah. Boogie Cousins disagrees. Did you did you see the game that he put up when he went back? I, mean, he I had, think I had like 40-20 and like <laughs> I mean, assists or some crazy like
0: that. Everybody knew that was gonna happen. I mean, Jesus I mean, Christ! He was gonna go.
1: I mean, I know everybody knows how good Demarcus Cousins is, but he was trying to prove a point, and he proved that.
0: Like, why? I was like, why is he doing that? I think he had like five threes that game, something crazy like that. He's so frustrating. He's like tall Iverson. Like he's good, but just I don't know. What? We're going to get to that later because I feel like there's a trade destination
1: for him that is completely going to change everybody's idea of who he is. Not everybody, just you. I just want to win you over All with right. DeMarcus Cousins. That's it. Like, I think everybody else gets it. You're the last person. Um. So, what the hell is the Kings' plan, by the way? Because we talked about the young core. Uh, it seemed like everything was about the youth movement and they were going to go through this Philly plan where we're going to have to lose with these guys. These guys are going to have to grow up and that's just is what it is. But then, all of a sudden, they signed a bunch of old people. Like, they signed Zach Randolph, who has started every game for this team. They to... signed Vince Carter, who's not really getting significant playing time. That's fine. And then they go ahead and they sign George Hill. But you drafted your point guard of the future already in DeMarcus Cousins. You drafted two point guard. Uh, sorry, De'Aaron Fox. You drafted two Frank point Mason. guards, him and Frank Mason.
0: And in the preseason, it was looking like Frank Mason was going to be like the... The spark plug backup. He point looked guard. really he good. right? Really and,
1: and Frank Mason, when he gets playing time, he still produces. Like Frank Mason is a ready to plug and play kind of guy. So I don't understand what what it was right there, and I don't even know if Jaeger understands it because
0: everyone on this team plays twenty minutes. I don't know. What you think <laughs> I don't, these these don't seem like basketball decisions. These seem like higher up, like like. Vlady Divac came down and said, I mean, you got to play Zach Randolph, because I'm not telling him he's not playing.
1: I feel like that's a Jaeger <laughs> thing, though, because Would didn't you? Jaeger come from Memphis? Wasn't yeah. he a part
0: of that whole grit and grind thing? Yeah, and then he went to Sacramento, and yeah. then Zach Randolph, his minutes dropped, and then he left. Yeah, so, I mean... But who's going to tell Zach Randolph that he's not playing?
1: I think Zach Randolph will find many, many other things he can do in California other than continue to play basketball. Yeah, many things. I I could see that intent to supply. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I could be talking about anything. So do they have to tank one more time? I mean, would it make a difference? I mean, when are they going to free themselves of this stigma of being Sacramento? Because I really want that. I when I, they when they I fulfill
0: their destiny and move to Seattle.
1: I don't want. Buddy to be a part of this losing environment? like Because I follow them on all of their social media, and it seems like every other day they're paying homage to the Weber, Stjokovic, Divac, Slotty, uh, I mean, Doug Christie, early 2000 Kings teams. And How long are you going to do that? That's
0: all they have, man. Oh, Jesus. No, my hope was that... It's they... almost 20 years now. It's ridiculous. My hope was that they had De'Aaron Fox, they had Frank Mason, they had Buddy Heald, and that they were and Scala BCR who played very good at the end of the last season. And they were gonna go all in on the youth movement, wins be damned. But then the the Zach Randolph and Vince Carter signings are like that's like a team like that's all capped out and on their last run trying to win a final. Like that's what you do. You go to a team like that when you're trying to win a final. It was it's so it's so
1: bizarre. I don't understand it. And you're completely right. At the end of last season, Everybody was playing better, so it seemed like they were trending upward. They were in a lot of close games. They were beating mm-hmm. good teams toward the end of last year. Buddy averaged 15 in those last 25 games. Scal was putting up was like numbers 14. that nobody
0: yeah. thought that he could put up. Yeah, it was like 14 a game in that last...
1: Willie Cauley-Stein was playing well. Like, every, all of the young players were playing well. And yeah. then it seems like they got the rug so pulled you... from under. Yeah, because
0: why would you bench Scal? Like, you can't do that to a young guy that's developing, that's coming, that's becoming confident. Like, I think you could bend Zach Randolph. He knows what he's going to do in a game. I,
1: at this point, when Zach Randolph signs a contract to go to Sacramento, I don't even think he cares that much. I thought he's just holding. Yeah. I thought he was... Intent to supply. He's just
0: holding for everybody. Come on, man.
1: The Kings are plummeting. You know who yeah. else are plummeting? Goddamn Cleveland cadavers. Because <laughs> <laughs> the they so dead. Did you get it? I see what you did there. Did do you see what I did well, there? Well played, Um... So. LeBron is possibly going to set an NBA record for minutes played now and I think it will be revealed at some point during the season that he is an android and he is not of this earth because that is the only way that this Cleveland Cavaliers team is going to look like any semblance of a team that can make the finals interesting. They're
0: trash. You know the fucked up part about this whole thing is? They're going to make the finals. <laughs> I mean, they got LeBron.
1: Like, how are you? How are you going to be in the East and not make the I finals? Think,
0: uh, I believe it's LeBron's fault though, because he got Tristan Thompson that big contract. Like, that was.
1: This is what I was saying to Randy earlier when he was like, "Tristan Thompson earned that money. Him and LeBron ain't that close." Mm,
0: Rich, yes,
1: they are. Rich Paul is his. Listen, Tristan Thompson and LeBron don't have to be that close.
0: Rich Paul is his agent. Rich Paul and LeBron are. They own an agency together, so technically LeBron is his agent. <laughs> Didn't LeBron say he wasn't going to sign until Tristan Thompson got signed?
1: Yes! LeBron was specifically responsible for Tristan Thompson and J.R. Smith getting that money, because he wanted to keep the band together. Was Randy revising history? Yeah, he does that a lot. Oh, okay. He's I mean, also just very contrarian. Oh, uh, That's kind of what he does. It's his thing. But, I mean, LeBron has been playing... Out of his mind. And he has, he himself has been a walking contradiction because he wanted to temper expectations, right? Because he had a really, really good first game of the season. Remember when they played uh, the Celtics? Hayward had that unfortunate injury. But LeBron still posted, I think, if not a triple-double, he was close to it. And then he said, you know, I'm in terrible shape. I need to get it going. And everyone was like, oh, LeBron, stop being so modest. right? Yeah, yeah, I'm in terrible shape with this 37 and 12 and 8 I just put up.
0: I mean, but... He's LeBron. I mean, he could probably put up 37-12 in terrible shape. But then they,
1: then they hit the Schneid, and they lost like three, four games in a row, and then LeBron put up that Wilt Chamberlain game the other night. And people thought, people thought, you know, the Cavs are starting to right the ship a bit. I thought, no, LeBron had to put up 57-11 for win. this team to win.
0: Something is still really, really wrong here. I mean, LeBron probably could put up 50 points a night. But if he has to, that that doesn't reflect well. Then he's well. probably going to play like 30 games a year. Yeah, because his thing is he gets other guys going and then he finishes strong.
1: And then they follow that up with losing to the Atlanta Hawks. Tage, name
0: me four Atlanta Hawks. Uh, did that master Kent Bazemore? Yes. Mike Muscala? That's because Justin went to college with him. Yeah. Uh, uh... Uh, Torian Prince Yes That's the new uh, What's the dude? name He's the new Damari Carroll The new Damari Carroll Yeah uh, Dennis Schrouder.
1: Ah there you go Give me one more give me, a, give me a five Give me five to put on the floor Give me one more Atlanta Hawk <sighs> You see how long you gotta think about this You are a very knowledgeable person about basketball This is how hard you have to think About the Atlanta Hawks roster
0: Can Solomon Jones still play for them so I, Solomon Hill I don't even know. No so, Solomon Jones, the big man from I I, don't, I have no idea. He, I have no idea. He played with Al Horford 10 years ago. I know. <laughs> I watched him at a game. I like, got
1: I got no clue, but I just asked that because the Hawks are probably the one team in the league that does not have one star. Not one single star hey, is on the Hawks roster. Every nigga is a star. No, no, because none of them niggas you named are stars. So Every that nigga. that saying is absolutely not true. But they went into Cleveland and they beat the Cavaliers the game after LeBron had his Will Chamberlain performance. Um the Cavs are one of the worst teams defensively in the NBA and I, mean, I feel like hey. I feel like this is pretty spot on saying that. They were last year, weren't they? It's even worse now. And this can't even be blamed on Isaiah Thomas because he ain't hit the floor
0: yet. I mean, it's not gonna get better with Isaiah. Exactly. Thomas. I mean, what do you what do you expect? They signed Derrick Rose at point guard. I mean, which would you? It was a good sign in considering their options. Was it though? Because people, I think I feel like people kept saying
1: this, and because they were getting guys that were names. They were getting names that we're all familiar with.
0: They kept Richard Jefferson. That's a losing move. I mean.
1: And eventually shipped him out of there. I don't even know what he's doing now. Probably just hosting podcasts,
0: which is what he should be doing. You're like forty two, and you keeping churning fries not a winning move. Yeah, forty two, and, 42 and mm. you want to range Who could they have gotten? Like Ricky, Ru- like oh Ricky, Ru- he's good now. We should have put that on Ricky Rubio is good now. But like, who who could they have gotten? My thing is none of the pieces fit.
1: You- it seemed as if you were ma- they were making the move the last few years to try to, if not outwarries the Warriors, at least try to keep pace with the Warriors. But, but you regress completely when you add Derrick Rose and Dwayne Wade to your wings,
0: and I think they can't play defense, and they can't shoot. But they, I think they were guessing that, look, we have LeBron, like, he makes it work. I mean, and, and they've been doing that for the past, what, since he got back there, they were just throwing things around him and making it fit. Like, just, just I mean, look, you watched Tristan Tonson play in Texas. I did, too. Like... I never mistook him for an NBA player. I was so surprised when he got picked fourth. Yeah, like, they didn't even know what position he was. I think they're trying to say he's a small forward. No, like, no. So, like, I mean, and he won a championship. Like, LeBron makes things fit together. But isn't that mindset
1: the reason that he left Cleveland in the first place and the reason that he also left – well, no, not the reason he left Miami, but the fact that we could just put something there and LeBron will make it work, I think that's what drove him out of town in the first place. And he's a lot older now, and he's a lot measured with how he moves and how much he's going to put on his body at this point. I mean, you can't just be trotting. D-Wade D- has had so many games this season where he scored single digits. Like, it's it, it, it's worse than he was last year in Chicago.
0: You think he goes on like Pat Riley's Instagram and like scrolls down the page?
1: Likes all likes all of the old pictures and unlikes it really quickly. Yeah, like trying like though. just so
0: Pack could get the
1: notification.
0: Yeah, look, do you think he wonders where things went wrong? I think he knows where things went wrong. He should have just took just took the twenty million, bro. Like, come on.
1: But to me, I, I just don't see how any of these pieces fit. I mean, there were so many games for the Cavs this year when Jeff Green was the second best player. And if Jeff Green is still your second best player in 2017, then
0: clearly we see where things went awry, right? Uncle Jeff's still alive? <laughs> Uncle I mean, Jeff... I mean, literally, he had open heart surgery. <laughs> I mean, then he should be your brethren. I had minimally invasive... yeah. He still is...
1: heart surgery? I mean, shit, once you've got to operate anywhere near the heart, I feel like it's dangerous enough.
0: It is quite dangerous, actually. <laughs>
1: exactly, but I mean, Jeff Green should not, he should he wasn't the second best player when he was in his best days in OKC. He should not be a second best player right now.
0: And they're still gonna make the finals. What happened to JR Smith? Like, what's his deal?
1: Um, there seems to be a legitimate love triangle. I'm not kidding. We need to investigate this whole thing further between JR Smith, LeBron James, and Dwayne Wade because. This is fucking weird. Like J.R. Smith was all in his feelings because uh Lou came out and said D-Wade would be the starting two to begin the year. J.R. Smith was pouting, J.R. Smith was very vocal in the media, which is something you don't really see when guys play with LeBron like that, because LeBron is supposed to have a firm handle on these things. Uh Wade comes out, he plays like Butt, and J.R. Smith gets <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the look on your face right now... Let me let, let me uh, put you guys in the studio. Tage is scrolling down his phone and looks as if he is just staring at a heaping pile of dog shit. And I, I feel like that heaping pile of dog shit is Dwayne Wade's game logs. I have no evidence of this.
0: No, this heaping... I am staring at a heaping pile of dog shit. J.R. Smith's game logs. Is this that line? Yes! <laughs> My god. I knew it! <laughs> this shit is terrible. <laughs> He's averaging 5.3 a game? They've both been so bad, what though. What the
1: fuck? Like, I haven't actually watched a full Cavalier game, but I feel like I have to. Not because of what LeBron might do, because I just need to see how bad Dwayne Wade and J.R. Smith are. Uh, it, makes no, it absolutely makes no sense. He's shooting 27.5% from the field. This only makes sense if they are doing heroin right before games. Then it makes sense. Other than that,
0: I don't get it. He's shooting twenty three point four percent from three. Is, is he free basing in the in the alley? What what the hell is happening? Like this is why
1: I said this is a weird love triangle with LeBron, D-Wade, and J R Smith. Because at some point, when does LeBron say, "I'm breaking up with both of you"? I need Kyle Korver in here because they're both really trash. This team is horrible defensively, and everybody just assumes that. I mean, mm. psh, well, you think the ship is just going to be righted because they've got LeBron, but I
0: I don't know. They're really, really bad defensively. Could you? Better, I mean, but I don't say I will put in Kyle Corver and makes
1: it any. Better. It, it. I mean, it's not going to make it better. But at least you could, if you kick it to Kyle Korver for ten of those open kickouts, Kyle Korver's not gonna shoot twenty seven percent.
0: He's gonna make four or five.
1: Exactly. <laughs> he he ain't gonna be out there twenty seven percent, averaging five points a game. I can pretty
0: much guarantee you that. That is terrible. D- Does J.R. Crowder even fit on this team? I don't know how any of these pieces fit. Remember when um when they got J. Crowder and J. Named- Crowder?
1: What? What? Am- I am getting all of these names wrong. It's uh, like
0: they all suck. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody tweeted, "Oh, the Cavs finally get somebody who can guard Durant." And <laughs> and Iguodala was like, "Who?" Negadala was <laughs> like, "Who? Who's <laughs> that?" I th-
1: I would have tweeted. I thought they already had LeBron. He's like your best hope.
0: Like, um, I mean, after that finals, though, you couldn't even say
1: that. Exactly, <laughs> but he's the best hope. That dude tore ass through that team. Who <laughs> were you? Jay Crowder? That's the answer? That's the KD stopper? <laughs>
0: Jesus. Uh, Jay Crowder is who we thought he was. I, I think that's that's a funny thing. Like they, they were supposed to be a better team. I got in an argument with a dude at work when they made the trade, and he was like, I think the Cavs are going to be better. And I was like, no, they're not. Like but I didn't think they are going to be this bad. So when is it time to
1: panic, though? Because, I, listen, losing to the Hawks at home, I, that may cause me to go DEFCON 5 because, my God, the Hawks roster. But they've been losing to bad teams. It's not just because they've been losing, but it's who they've been losing to. They've been losing to some god-awful teams. Is it time to panic yet? Because I think LeBron got asked this after the first loss and the win streak, and he said, yeah, it's just October, you know, these mm. things happen, blah, 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 we've been here before, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but I feel like the fact that he pressed to go and score a damn near 60 means that LeBron could that's, kind of feel... That's not know, good. Yeah, he, he, he feels like there's something up. And then you follow that up losing to Atlanta.
0: Well, is it time to panic? Because he's fucking exhausted, and J.R. Smith is hitting two for ten from three. Um, They're four and six, they're ten games in, I think... Let's look at their record 20 games in and then examine what's happening here. Because, I mean, it might just be a bad stretch. They might run off 10 straight victories and be right back in it. It could happen. They have LeBron. Like, anything could happen. Yeah. Anything is
1: possible. You mentioned because their biggest problem is defensively, but offensively they haven't been great either, either. What happens when Isaiah Thomas comes back? What version of him do you get? Do you get when he was... Scoring thirty a game in Boston last year, or do you get uh, an it four with a hip problem that is not going to be as effective as he was?
0: I mean, thing about little point guards is they're not they don't they don't age well. Muggsy Boggs is okay. I mean, as a backup point guard, he wasn't. A, he was never an all star. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he was he get was his a, own shot. Guys, no, they don't get their own shot. I mean,
1: you know who was a <laughs> little guy that got his own shot? Who Earl Boykins. That's weird. He I, did, I, but I mean... like Earl Boykins reference.
0: But Earl Boykins wasn't, like... He wasn't, like, the best player on a playoff team. He played on a team with Carmelo Anthony and Allen Iverson. And, and like... That All was, over the place. That was a good team, but he was, like, the backup first option off the bench. They're looking at Isaiah Thomas. Like, he's going to save a team with LeBron it.
1: It's kind of weird to say. Like, even saying that sentence seems odd. That is weird. Know what else is odd? Hmm the hell is going on in phoenix i don't know i wish we did the podcast when this shit really hit its apex a couple of weeks ago and i love the nba because twitter makes news in the nba when a player tweets or someone in the front office tweets or even a journalist tweets it's a big deal uh it's not like in the bahamas where newspapers are still like the number one source of information we are so 18th century but anyway so (laughs) eric bledsoe tweets i don't want to be here uh, it causes a complete firestorm in Phoenix. I mean Could've
0: meant anything. I mean like I don't know if you ever went to Phoenix, but people shouldn't live in Phoenix. That's not made for people to live in. Like would you live on Mars? Tucson is great though. Word to John. Shout out to John. Shout out to DeAndre Eaton. There you go. Actually, no, I went to Tucson and my face melted off. But um I hate you. Yeah. But, I mean, good for them.
1: So, so Eric Bledsoe said he wanted out <laughs> the thing that was so funny. My favorite part of the entire story was... Uh, oh, I should have looked this up before I even started. But, the name of the Suns GM escapes you now. I remember him saying um, they knew that Eric Bledsoe was at the salon. But, <laughs> they didn't believe his excuse. This... That phrase right there shows the stark oh. disconnect between the players and the Suns front office. Brian McDonald? Yes, that? that that nigga. Why you think Eric Bledsoe going to a salon?
0: I don't know, but
1: do you mean the barbershop?
0: Hey, you have a girl, you have a wife, I have a girlfriend. Like I mean, do you ever go to the salon with her? No. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Nobody does. <laughs> Nobody does. If you don't know that your black players are going to a barbershop and not a salon, then, you know,
0: it's kind of a disconnect. I mean, I imagine barbershops in Phoenix suck, though, like black ones. Because there there aren't a lot of black. Maybe he was talking about the shitty barbershop in Phoenix. That sucked. It was 150 degrees. That's what I'm saying. He could have been
1: talking about that. But either way, Eric Bledsoe now is obviously on the trading block. I feel like this was bound to happen because Phoenix has... feels like every year Phoenix has seven point guards so at some point they were going to be forced to move somebody to get something where do you think he ends up and is it going to be someplace that could possibly shift the balance of power
0: <sighs>
1: or where would you like to see
0: him end up I think would be a better question eh. I don't know uh like maybe the next kid use him and help him bring Frank the tank along you mm. play a bit Frankie next. nicotine Frank, yo, I got all kinds of nicknames for for Frank, because, yeah, because reasons. Yeah, like Frank Liddick, you know. I'd like to see Eric Bledsoe go to Milwaukee. I
1: feel like Milwaukee mm. needs legitimate help at the point guard spot. Um, for as great, and we're gonna talk about this later. But as great as Giannis is, Chris Middleton helps out. Um, Ch- Jabari Parker isn't gonna nah. be back until February. In even if he's going to be back to any semblance of what he was before, we don't know. Malcolm Brogdon's okay, but I feel like Malcolm Brogdon's destined to be like that sturdy combo guard off the bench kind of guy. But if that team can get someone like Eric Bledsoe, because Della Vadova still plays major minutes at the point. You get someone like Bledsoe, that is a legitimate threat to beat the Cavaliers, I think. What
0: do I have to give up to get him? I don't know. On Maker.
1: Can he play? I don't know, but I think the Bucks just want to keep all of their paws long 6'10 7-foot freak athlete kind of guys because that's the kind of team you need to give the Warriors problems. They can switch on everybody and everyone's 6'10.
0: Can they give the Warriors problems?
1: Yeah, they did in the regular season last year.
0: I mean, I guess Giannis would just dunk on people. But
1: but like no, it wasn't it wasn't just Giannis though because if okay, if your five is I don't know who they they're, they're going to have playing point, but Malcolm Brogdon's pretty big, right? Pause. Yeah, he's 6'5". Yeah. Six, and six. then you you got Chris
0: Middleton. Well, need, Giannis you, is their point guard.
1: Yeah, and you got by I me, mean, but Brogdon's going to be on the yeah, floor. He's going to be point. guarding the yeah. ones. And then you got you got Giannis, you got Chris Middleton, John Henson, and uh, Thornmaker. That's a ridiculously
0: long pause. Team. What if they manage to keep all those guys and then they put Bledsaw win at the point.
1: Because I feel like they could shop Greg Monroe. Greg Monroe barely plays, but somebody could probably use Greg Monroe.
0: A good team like think the a contending team like Houston or
1: Greg Monroe is still a very serviceable player. Like I, I, I understand how the game has changed, but you still gotta get rebounds damage.
0: Yeah. Or oh, um I'm trying to think. Not no nah, Houston has Chris Paul. Maybe they could bring him back to back of Chris Paul.
1: Nah, Eric Bledsoe ain't trying to back nobody up, bro. He was 12th uh, in PER
0: last year. Dude averaged 22-7 last season. He ain't trying to back up nobody at this age. I know we we talk about this team a lot because we think everybody would fit in there. (laughs) But 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 they actually need him, though. But the Spurs could really use him right now. They actually need him. And that would
1: actually be great if he went to the Spurs.
0: Like, Tony Parker's out until God. They swear he's coming back. He's not coming back. He's 54 years old. He's a more athletic...
1: Similar kind of game when you think about but it, but I mean, but more athletic. He's like, more brutish, yeah. He's, yeah. A, he's
0: a little more, he's strong and he's a little more brutish than Bledsoe. I mean, then uh, then Parker, they have, I mean, they have like the, the young kid from Washington, but I mean, he's not, Temari, yeah, the, yeah. Who's he's playing surprisingly nice, he's playing good, but I mean, he's not there yet, yeah. No, he's not there yet, and the team would be better with him coming off the bench, yeah. And then Patty Mills, I mean, I like him a lot, but I mean, he's, Patty, a, he's a backup, he's a back-up point guard. Back-up it's point it's guard. like
1: it's like when the Dolphins have Matt Moore in there, like he's going to be nice for a game or two, but
0: he's a backup quarterback. Yeah, so like if the Spurs could manage to get him, that would be a coup.
1: See, the two teams we mentioned, Eric Bledsoe, going to that absolutely would shift the balance of power, I feel, because the Spurs give the Warriors a that's a goddamn good series, Warriors Spurs. If they have Eric Bledsoe, Kawhi Leonard, and LaMarcus Aldridge,
0: oh, definitely. Like that's. vulnerable. No, uh LaMarcus playing better, isn't he? Yeah, he's playing. Uh,
1: the listen, those two will drag him along. Eric Bledsoe and Kawhi will drag him along. Like yeah, that'll like, be a lot better.
0: No, that would be a that would be a pretty that'd be a great team.
1: Because what hurt? Another thing that hurts the Warriors is when you have these two seven-footers in the front court. We didn't get to see much of it because Kawhi got hurt and that pretty much killed the series, but in game one, you saw what the Spurs did. Yeah. You add Eric Bledsoe to that team, that's a completely different dynamic. No, definitely. I want to talk about some other possible trade pieces, though. And this is the one, another one that I feel that could shift the balance of power in the NBA. My man, man, Boogie Cousins. What if... Hear me out. This New Orleans shit ain't gonna work. Like, they, the rest of the roster outside of AD and Boogie is barely an NBA roster. They remind me of, like, what Philly has been doing the past few years.
0: No, because I feel like Philly was, like... At least Philly had, like, good draft spots, and I, they tried to get better players. That, like, I mean, we hated this
1: roster when Buddy was there. It's even worse now.
0: It's not that. Is that they really, like... They really draft these kids, and they draft these people, and they make these signings, like... Yeah, we're going to try to win now. Like, no, you're not. It's their signings, dog. Like, they Just, gave Solomon Hill, like, 44 million. Like, Solomon Hill is, like, a good team takes Solomon Hill and is, like, he could wave, uh, wave a towel Does a
1: good team take Solomon Hill? No. I don't know. That's, that's why. <laughs> I like, each one more and shit, and they're always, I, I don't know. But anyway, so, what if <clears throat> either Otto Porter and Kelly Oubre are the principal in a deal... That sends DeMarcus Cousins to the Washington Wizards to play with his brother from Kentucky. Uh, let's get the 2010 band back together again. I think, nah, yeah. but you,
0: those are two dudes on rookie contracts, though. I don't think you give them up. Otto Porter's not. Oh, he isn't? No, oh, no, he just they, he
1: re-upped for a whole lot of money. I think they're like,
0: oh, yeah, but I mean, Uber's contract is coming up.
1: Yeah, and we, Kelly Uber has been playing really good. What I'm thinking is if you shop Otto Porter as the principal in that deal,
0: you plug in Kelly Uber in there. The cat get, him, get him to grow up pretty quickly. That would be a good look for. That team the, the, the Hornets. Cats. The Hornets? I mean, not the Hornets. The, what are they? The Pelicans? Yeah. That would be a good look because they'll have two, well, one wing who. I don't know if he'll be dynamic, but they'll have two pretty nice wings. The pl- We don't care about the Pelicans in this trade. We care about DeMarcus Cousins going to the Wizards and them being a
1: legitimate contender I mean, to feast on the rotten carcass of the Cavaliers right now. John Wall, Bradley Beal, DeMarcus Cousins. You cannot refute it. That team would be incredible. They wouldn't have much depth.
0: I guess we throw in Solomon. <laughs> I can't even say with a straight face. I mean, who needs depth? They're good enough as is. Yeah, they're a pretty good team. They got, like, they'd have, like, Ian Mahimi still, I guess. NBA champion Ian Mahimi. Yeah. With his leadership and his championship you experience. You pretty much
1: killed all my drive. I was all excited about that team. I was thinking that
0: Wizards team would be great and they don't have depth. I don't think they want to give up on Kelly Oubre. Like, I feel like you keep him if you can. No, no, no. I think Otto Porter is who you ship. Yeah, no, I think you get. No, nah, you get Otto Porter out of there, but you keep Kelly Oubre. Like, I like him. Mm. Even though he looked like one of these new niggas. He looked like he pops pills and takes me. I'm sure he does. The curious case of Jaleel Okafor, can he help somebody? I don't know. Like he, you know what I think you know what I think it is with him? Like I've heard a lot of these stories with like promising NBA players who start off really good and they seem like they could have good long careers and then they disappear. And I talk to people who know people and usually it's something like, like they show up to you know what I mean? Like they get in like gunfights like at night, and they that the league manages to keep it covered up, or they have like raging drug problems, or like they're bipolar or something like that. I think I think he's one of those guys. Like I think I don't know what it is. I'm not I'm not gonna try and speculate on what it is. You think it's something that we're not privy to?
1: Yeah, but I think well we're, we've been privy to a bit of it because he was getting in fights in the street his
0: rookie year and shit like that. Well, I theorized in private that he was a drunk. But it's, I think it's something along those lines. Like, it's its something else. It doesn't have anything to do with basketball. That's just my theory on it. I don't know. Like, they just might not want to play him. But I really believe, like, it's one of those things where it's... So it's not just strictly because MB is possibly, what, like, the best center of the past decade. Well, I mean... If like if he had a Kristaps Porzingis, Carl uh, Anthony Town skill set, like I'm sure like they'd think twice about it. But like, but you know, nobody's tried to trade for him, right? That's the strange thing. Like, I feel like I feel like he could legitimately help somebody. Because
1: from, I did I miss something? Because I always thought Julio Locaford is a really good player. Like I get that he may not be the best player defensively, but neither is Enos Cantor. He's putting up double doubles in New York.
0: Yeah, Like there are places for people like that to play Yeah and we know that But I think that's because something is happening Like I don't know Something's up I think something's up Like that's what I believe I mean I don't know this I've never heard anything about him He should go to Washington They're not gonna trade for him Because something is wrong I'm just trying to help Washington And when people are like this Like the the word gets out in the league Like people know these things It'd be a shame Huh? It'd be a shame I'm sure it'll come out later if it's true, but something's up with him. Like, I don't know what it is, but I don't know. That's what I believe.
1: I don't even know why I had Reggie Jackson on this list. I'll get him out of there. Okay.
0: The only only Reggie Jackson we acknowledge is 44.
1: So, yeah. So, this year, uh, let's get to some good news outside of all of that stuff, but this is clearly the year of the unicorn. Um... LeBron may possibly have to average fifty for the Cavs to be with the Cavs. To be five hundred, uh, <laughs> yeah. The Warriors' greats are going to cancel themselves out. So,
0: if the Bucks are
1: good enough, Giannis looks like the odds-on favor to be the MVP of this league.
0: Oh, definitely. I mean, and they're going to try and give it to him too because he plays for the Knicks. So, like, that's a good look for the league, is it not? No, Chris. T-
1: no, Chris Tops can't get it because the Knicks won't be good enough. I don't think the Knicks will be good enough for him to be in consideration. The lowest your team could be the worst your team could be and you get the MVP, I think, is what happened with Russell Westbrook last year, and it took him averaging a triple double. I think you
0: had to put up ungodly stats. Yeah, to <laughs> to, get... to
1: be I think but I think um let's say the Bucks make a run at the Eastern Conference Finals, which is
0: pretty likely. I think Giannis is your MVP. Well, I mean he takes the ball he's like I read a there's a dadspin article they call him Skinny everything. Shock. Yeah, he plays everything. This dude just takes the ball in the paint and just dunks on people. Yeah, he he plays everything. Like I don't even know
1: if we could call him their point guard. It's because like, he legitimately plays everything. He, now he, I think they tried the point guard thing for a while, but now he's just grabbing it on the wing and just taking two steps from half court and he's
0: dunking. He plays basketball like, like how I would in like a pickup game with your sons. Yeah, with your son and all his cousins. Yeah. Like, that's, that's legitimately what it looks like. He treats grown NBA players that way, and then you have Porzingis, who's just ridiculous. Those two have become
1: must see TV. Like I, like I was saying before the pod, like I'm not staying up late enough to watch any of these games, but I legit always check my phone the very first thing in the morning if one of them are playing to see what they what they've done, and they haven't disappointed. Like Kristaps has
0: been on a ridiculous tear. Low key though. Carl Towns is averaging 21.8 and 10.9. Oh, not so low-key. Like, this is what Carl
1: Towns does. And I feel like this is... this is, These are legit the numbers he's going to put up for the next 15 years. And we're going to become bored with the fact that he's been averaging 20 and 10 since before he could legally drink.
0: So he's the next Tim Duncan?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it's
0: going to be like. Oh, Isn't it great to live in the future? Yeah. Good times. Well, not if you're a chaos fan. Huh? And then Frank... It's difficult. Frank Liddy to Titty Kina is coming off the bench like diamond off Porzingis is like, great
1: I mean they still should have drafted Dennis Smith though
0: what if they hit on this though we- we'll see like <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm not gonna move off this they should have drafted Dennis Smith pivot like that this is my spot I'm firmly entrenched there I think they made a mistake
0: yeah probably
1: but I mean but he stole the ball from James Harden so there's that but, but what if though? Like not for real, what if they like? Yeah, I mean, listen, that's what we could. Literally, that's what we can say about every draft pick because all the draft is is hope trafficking. So we could say, yeah, yeah. What if it does? What but if it, it
0: does? What if it works? I don't know. But it's starting to pay off. It's been eight games. You gotta crawl before you walk. Okay, let's move. <laughs> I tried. I got nothing else. Tried to make this happen. Do we have anything else? Uh, I mean the Warriors are still going to win the championship Yeah and
1: but we're good Listen we we have to do this more frequently Because there's too much going on in the NBA I know. We had to rush through all of these things There's too much going on in the NBA For us to be skipping out on this So LR2P is gonna, going to come to you On a weekly basis As soon as we can hammer out a legitimate schedule uh, We'll let you know when that is Or you will just see us post it And you will listen Because we told you to And you need to share Listen like and share do all of that stuff.
0: More shares for your head top.
1: <laughs> Stay woke.
0: More chewing for your head top. That money stacked tall, but only partially my focus. So compassionate, struggle hard for me to
1: cope with. Do a lot for others, not for credit or to soak in. But to have an impact on direction that they go in. Grounded by the roots, roots, hooked to the soil. Recognize the rumble that we in, yes, yeah, royal.